It's 19 minutes past 12 on Te Pūrongo o Te Tutanga. It takes it to business time with our RNZ business reporter Anand Zaki. And the Reserve Bank is deliberately in- engineering a recession. Tell us more. Kia ora to you, Charlotte. Yes, as you may have heard earlier, the Reserve Bank says it's trying to engineer a recession to bring down high inflation. The central bank delivered a record 75 basis point interest rate hike yesterday, taking the official cash rate to its highest level in 14 years to 4.25%. It's also forecasting a shallow recession from the middle of next year, partly because of the higher interest rates it's imposing. Responding to questions at the Finance and Expenditure Committee this morning, RBNZ Governor Adrian Orr accepts the central bank is deliberately engineering a recession to combat supercharged inflation. I think that is correct. I mean, we are deliberately trying to slow aggregate spending in the economy. The quicker inflation expectations come down, the less work we need to do and the less likely it is that we have a prolonged period of low or negative growth. The RBNZ is expecting a recession in the second half of next year with an official cash rate of about 5.5%. AFT Pharmaceuticals' first half net profit is down two-thirds on the year earlier, hit by a drop in income from licensing and increased spending for growth. The maxagesic pain manufacturer's net profit fell to $1.5 million with revenue growth of 18%. While the result is below market expectations, Managing Director Hartley Atkinson says it's been a good first half with strong growth in sales. Overall, we were pleased. We had an 18% growth in sales. Uh, We did have some lumpy licensing income last year that boosted our first half. But if we look at the overall result in terms of sales, uh, sales increased uh, without licensing by 30%. Australia grew 24%, New Zealand 35%, Asia 26%, and international, in terms of product sales and royalties, grew by 68%. So we were really pleased with the um, strong sales growth we saw. AFT has also downgraded its full-year outlook, given the increased investment in its development of its Australasian market and a delay in commercialising the intravenous form of the company's pain relief medicine in the United States. Computer chip chip manufacturer Raycon's first-half net profit has fallen 15%, hit by exchange rate movements, supply chain disruptions, labour shortages and cost inflation. The company's net profit is $16 million, down $2.9 million on the year earlier, while underlying profit rose 6%. Revenue rose 2% to just over $87 million. Chief Executive Sinan Al-Turg says the result has also been affected by tax expenses. Our accumulated tax losses have been used up in FY22. So the biggest contributor, biggest um, contributor to a difference, I think, is the uh, income tax expense that we have that we didn't have last year. Sinan Altug says international and economic events haven't had a huge material effect on the business. Raycon is forecasting full-year underlying profit to be in the range of 38 and 44 million with strong forward orders. 
Third-party climate and sustainability reporting is more and more becoming the domain of accountants and consultancy firms. A survey by KPMG indicates a third of chief executives see identifying and measuring agreed metrics as the biggest barrier to delivering on their environmental strategy. KPMG partner Stephen Hastings says the data management often requires sourcing information from third parties. He says businesses are seeing the value of employing an expert in the field to get the job done. It's one thing to to manage your internal data, but it's a real challenge um, looking at some of the the external ESG data. And I think organisations will need help to kind of source and and manage that external data. KPMG globally uh, is very focused on ESG reporting, so it's very much um, a big emerging area. The Financial Sector Amendment Act gives the official watchdog of accounting standards a mandate for the climate-related disclosure framework. Well, DIY investor app Sharesies has topped the list of Kantar Customer Leadership Index for a second year in a row. The award covers all aspects of the customer experience, including service delivery, customer centricity, brand clarity and offer excellence. The company's marketing manager, Alan Doak, says it's about looking after customers, especially when the chips are down. There are people who are definitely finding it tough, um, and there are investors on the platform who will be experiencing negative returns. You know, the economic times are pretty tough. That The fact that we've been top of the leadership index again is just testament to the care that we take with looking after our customers. Kantar says being seen to offer consumers value for money is becoming increasingly important when it comes to service. Well, time now for an update from the financial markets, and we're joined by Malika King from Craig's Investment Partners. Kia ora to you, Malika. Kia ora, Anan. Well, it was a big day, wasn't it, yesterday with the OCR announcement. Uh, is the market still digesting it? How's the New Zealand share market looking? Yeah, it is. We're actually weak this morning. We're down uh, 0.4% or 47 points at 11,276 points. Just looking at some of those moves there, A2 Milk's down one cent at $6.70. Fish and Parkle Healthcare's down 20 cents at $20.70. Infratil's down seven cents at eight seventy. Main Freight up 41 cents at $71.56. Meridian's down a cent at $4.65. Ryman, another weekday, down seven cents at six twenty-eight. Sparks down three cents at five twenty. And just those results out from um, AFT and Raycon this morning. AFT's down thirty-six cents at three dollars sixty-three, and Raycon's down five cents at one dollar twenty-three. Okay, can we just have the headline ASX number there? Yeah, good start. Well, a reasonable start there. They're up 0.2% of 15 points at 7,437 points on the all lords in Australia. Excellent. We'll now go to the New Zealand dollar. We're buying 62.5 US cents, 92.6 Australian, 51.7 pence, uh, 59.96 euro cents, 87 yen, sorry, 87 yen and 4.46 yuan. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. Nine-day bank bills are at 4.395%. The five-year swaps at 4.665%. The 10-year is at 4.448%. Brent crude's $87.56 US a barrel, and spot gold's $1,750 US an ounce. Thank you very much. Malika King there from Craig's Investment Partners with our market update.
And among other companies to report earnings this morning, Stride Properties has reported a first-half net loss, reflecting a near $52 million drop in the valuation of its diversified property portfolio. The company, which also manages the Investor portfolio, has reported a $53.1 million loss for the six months in ended September, compares with a net profit of $61.5 million the year earlier. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that is business.